0: Your hosts, Jordan Marshall and Mike Langzer. So we're uh, going live here, episode 73 of Mastering Mitzvahs. Today is a Tuesday. We're recording on Tuesday. We normally record on a Wednesday. Um, our oh, idea what up, here... Mars? Yeah, man. Hey, Mars over in Chicago. Our idea here was, was pretty straightforward. We wanted to do what we do usually on a Monday or Tuesday where we get together and recap our events from the past weekend. And we're going to do it live this time. Uh, sharing it with the public rather than just having a little private call yeah Uh, man,
1: and i think we're all we're all pretty excited because we're all out gigging which was awesome this past saturday we had five one of the more five events going on and you put
2: ten fingers up but let's because i was
1: was pumped dude i'm just excited man we're like actually doing real work in front of real people man And you know what i could give give me 25 30 40 i don't even care man we had five gigs on saturday like real legit jobs um and we got some really great reviews back so I'm, i'm pumped for that man it was great
0: so I, I I want to run down what Saturday looked like because it, it felt it felt like a real weekend again. First time since March it felt like a real weekend. Um, of those five, two of them were production jobs. The first one we uh, we provided some drapery and some AV support for a dance school in our town, and it was it was unique because the dance school had to do their recital outdoors. This was a recital that kept getting postponed. It should have been in the spring last year, and they couldn't do it um they waited you know through the summer and uh they laid down a dance floor in a parking lot they socially separated chairs in the parking lot and to make it more attractive they asked us to bring in some drapery and some effects and um it was it was very cool to just you know be part of a production team and help out a group that totally deserved and needed it
1: man it was cool and and like these as little i think or not little i don't want to say but as like I guess smaller or on a grand scale, you're looking to do event or an event or, or plan it or go through with it. I feel like we're at a point where it we just it needs to happen. It needs to happen somehow. People are looking for this. Um, I can't even tell you how many people. You know, I, I did a wedding this past Saturday. Obviously, you know, we're primarily a mitzvah cast, but all the guests, just in general, people are so happy to be out of their house in a social atmosphere able to dance in their own area, you know, while respecting the social distancing guidelines and just to be social and be able to communicate with people and just feel those, you know, the positive energy and, and you know, people connection, man. That's like, it's a natural thing that we need, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, I, that's really the, the premise behind today's podcast is, is actually why you need to do events and why you need to move forward. But this dance school, it was a prime example. They said they're sick of delaying it. You know, they, they had kids that were, moving on and you know they deserved to celebrate they deserved to you know do their uh their their um recital yeah. so that was one uh then we we helped out with some lighting support for a really big adult birthday party it was uh up in north jersey under a tent um like big
1: adults they were tall
0: they were uh How tall were the they're, they're large it was it was a, a sumo wrestler group adults big adults did i say big tent I, <laughs> I, I think you said big adults big adults, let's run that back that's yeah, cool. so, so, I need to be censored today. Dylan, roll the credits. All so, right, we're done.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Big tent for adults in North Jersey. Let me get that correct. Yes. Um, and uh, this was a group that, you know, it was it was an affluent group that wanted to celebrate a birthday, and they went full-fledged. It was awesome. I mean, it the pictures that I saw, the feedback that I got, it was a legit party that needed to happen, and guests enjoyed themselves. Like, awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, i wasn't there i can't really say too much about you know how it was set up or you know the social distancing it, you know as it affected the party but i heard the party was just spectacular
2: well uh, we can we can talk about the fact that so there was there were five events this weekend and it felt the most normal it has felt in half a year i mean the last time we had a production meeting um that had that many people uh that many events was march 7th and that was when we had like 10 events going out Right. So this was as this was as normal as it's been since March. It's a win. Um and we spoke about it last week on our on our podcast and I don't even know if we actually did a formal intro. Is this Mastering Mitzvahs episode?
0: what is this 70, 73 man you don't listen I, I said it already you guys Dude, want me to
1: handle you want, you know what you want to handle the rest of this I can totally uh, take this cast boys you guys all right
0: uh, yeah
2: I I, I guess I, I see we have to do this on Wednesdays my brain's <laughs> not my brain's not attached on on Tuesdays but um I think it's really in, important to know the vibe and the idea of where we're trying to come from today which is from an era of positivity and, and hope and 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 it's from a wave of uh, of good places. I mean, I have nothing but awesome things to say and think about when I reflect on last weekend. Um, so Mike, I mean, you and I were together. Well, what was it like being together for the first time since March?
0: Uh, I, I, I could go a couple more months. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm playing. It was, you know, it's funny, man. You and I speak five times a day. So it was almost, you know, it was like, I saw you yesterday. Um, but we rocked this thing, and it was a different party. Um So I, I, I'm going to actually let out a little secret that you know our next podcast, and we never actually know what we're doing next. But our next podcast is going to have the host and hostess from that party. They're going to yeah. be live talking about why they chose to do an event now. And you and heard it here first. Um, so you know we're we're going to let out a, a little bit of you know our experience. But this family, I mean, has been so happy that they finally celebrated and they delayed uh i think they had three separate dates and they were faced with what do we do now and uh you know they'll tell their story more later this week when we uh, are able to sit down with them but they decided let's move forward and have a beach front outdoor tented bar uh mitzvah for their twins um we reimagined, that's the word that we're using, you know, reimagined the entire party instead of it being in a hotel with dancers and, you know, all the lighting and the TVs that were once part of the package. We, we came up with a different plan. I mean, what did we do? I, Dylan, talk about the games. Talk about, you know, the timeline.
2: The, the big takeaway before we get into like the, the nook and cranny of this event is that they actively chose after postponing three different times to have an event. And the minute they decided that they're going to have an event and it's going to be different and they accepted that different is good and different is okay and our kids deserve it, their mindset changed and their mantra changed and their viewpoint changed and all of those things that made a big difference in how they went to approach this different and new idea. And I think that's that's as good as it gets. I mean, I had a couple calls yesterday with families who were saying, I think I want to postpone. My party isn't until March and I said, hold on, before you like really dive into that, let's consider the fact that this is gonna be the third time you're postponing. Your your party's now gonna be over a year out again. Like let's dive into the idea of let's finding finding a way to celebrate now. And Agreed. when you when you have the idea and something to look forward to, it's like it's like planning a vacation way where if you don't have a vacation on the radar, you're not excited about a vacation. But the minute you book the plane ticket or book the hotel room, it gets exciting again. So I think that's the biggest takeaway from this family is that they changed their mindset to allow themselves to have something to look forward to in an otherwise time that's not that great.
1: I agree, Dylan. And you know what? Uh, Granted, you know, you you and Mike were obviously on this event. And uh, just to kind of chime in, I think we're at a point too. you know, us as entertainers, as to quote Willy Wonka, you know, we as the we are the music makers, we are the dreamers of the dreams like that's us, you know, and I think that with all this that's going on, you know, us personally, myself, I could even say, in my own right, you know, I got deflated a little bit, you know, like this whole thing, you know, there's only so, you know, so many times you could be like rah-rah and like let's rock and roll and then all of a sudden you're like, man, no matter what I do, it just kind of, You know, the world seems to be, you know, coming in and and coming down around you, but we gotta like rise up above it. I feel like we're at the point where, hey, listen, if we don't create it, it's not gonna happen. So I know that, you know, I have a a fresh breath to my creativity, to you know, just kind of turning and adjusting. And how can we take these now real life uh, actions that are in front of us, with you know, social distancing, you know, the COVID regulations? How can we apply them to the event? How can we get creative? How can we create something? Because we all know, you know, Mike, Dylan, myself you know, ideas are everything in this industry. If you can get creative and you can find something cool that a client's into, there's there's almost no such thing as a bad idea, really. You know, it's just the ones that we don't talk about. So, you know, let's throw stuff against the wall. Let's get a little creative, shake it up a little, and, and you know, let's get back to rocking and rolling.
0: I think that's what we were talking about last week is, you know, an event doesn't have to be your five-hour party that right. is stereotypical of cocktail hour, followed by intros, followed by, you know, a multi-course seated Meal in a you know formal ballroom with you know formal attire, it could be whatever you choose to make it into.
2: There's no uh, right Saturdays way to do something.
0: Like that. Yeah. Th- th-
2: there's no right way to do something. There's only the best way so far. And knowing your and knowing your family and knowing that like you're not going to be viewed as a, a villain for having an event, you're going to be viewed as a a, a beacon of hope, uh, a hero, uh, right? a hero. Right. So I can tell you. From the moment the first guest arrived to this beach pavilion, and we're going to talk about it a lot next week, um, but the first time this guest arrived, or any guest arrived, the mindset was, "I'm going to be happy today. I'm going to be happy today. Whether so, it's whether it's I'm going to enjoy my bar, enjoy my friend's company, enjoy my you know accomplishments of my family, or just enjoy the fact that I'm out of the house for a moment." Agreed. Um, the mindset was, I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm going to forget. And when you really dial it back, the reason why we're a part of this industry is that we, for a moment in time, get to m- allow people to forget that there are troubles in the world. There are troubles in the world. So, I mean, we haven't had an opportunity to do that in six months, and this weekend we did it in for five different groups of people. Five times,
1: yeah, it was awesome. For five man. different
2: groups of people. So, Mike, why don't you talk about... Um, and without giving away the secret sauce, why don't you talk a little bit about um, what, because you did the coordination for this beach event that we're talking about. Why don't you go a little bit into detail of what we actually did?
0: Sure. Um, so again, we, we reimagined the whole layout, the whole timeline and no matter what, I mean, we always preach, we put a structured timeline together, but things change. And, and on the fly, we adapted to food times that needed to change and, uh, Dylan, I actually found out today, you know, why you didn't do the kiddish and mozi when you typically would have done the kiddish and mozi. and it just happened to be that the host family left the whole challah bread at home, uh, you know. So the way the timeline and the day took place was that um, they scaled down their guest count to roughly fifty adults and fifty kids. Uh, the party was outdoors under two adjacent tents that were butt up to each other alongside the boardwalk at Seaside Heights. Um the venue was the park pavilion, which is um attached to the sawmill, which is a, a very reputable like club party space, um, great shore pizzas. And when I got there, mm, the five was off because there, there was a reggae band playing and like I pulled up and it was like it was just a happy atmosphere to begin with. Um you know, again, we set up with minimal equipment. We didn't need staging. We didn't need lights. We didn't need TVs, and we brought a good, very good quality sound system. Uh, we thought it through intelligently on where the sound would be set up so it fills the tent um, equally with the sound, and and that was could have been a challenge because we were set up in one far corner, and the adults were in the opposite far corner. So, you know, uh, I guess a tip to clients listening even though your DJ might be on one side, doesn't necessarily mean that his sound needs to come from that area. Cause if we followed suit with that, we would have blown away the sound where the kids are and the adults would not have been able to hear anything. So it's, um, really great,
1: it's a really great point. Like,
0: you know, it, it definitely, when thinking the setup, you know, make sure that there's sound that can fill the space uh, and, and that holds true, really in any type of venue, but outdoors, especially cause the sound just, just travels. It doesn't reverb right. back off of a wall. Um, so then we had a cocktail forty five minutes, not a full hour, and we chose not to have dancers because there really wasn't it wasn't intending to be a dance party, but we did bring two of our incredible you know dancers who were on you know who are also MCs. One was the photo booth operator for a roaming photo booth and one played the games with the kids and, and- so secret tip. Uh, yes.
1: yes. The sauce use your, is
0: coming. Here comes se- the sauce.
2: S- secret tip: uh, your photo booth person or your games operator might just be a super high level MC at your event when you when you actually do it. Uh oh. I mean, like, I I was blown away by the idea that we were gonna have such a talented team, and we had three MCs on the job, and you, Mike, who very easily could have made high quality, high energy announcements. So you had as good of a crew as you could ever get and so um, much heat,
1: so much heat. Yeah.
2: So I, I think that that, and, and let's just
0: explain Let's explain why that happened was, you know, although we said we had five events, uh, two of them were really smaller production jobs. So there were three events on a weekend that might've had eight. Right. So our, our talent pool was much more available for these events. Um, and you know, we want to keep these guys in, in the positive light and out in the scene. So, Um, You know, shout out to uh, Samaj and Dom Izzo, who the boys rock stars. Yeah. And, you know, they chose to, you know, wear a different hat for the day and work a photo booth, you know, proudly and, and, you know, be the attendant to giant Jenga proudly. I mean, you know, those those might not be the most glamorous positions, but it was, hey, let me get out there and see some people and have some fun.
1: And that's a big thing, too. Oh, I'm sorry, Dylan. I was just gonna just to add to what Mike said, really quick. And we talk about it all the time. This is big for um, you know our listeners and, and people looking to book. Is that we say it all the time. Talent should run all the way through your pool. So even if it wasn't you know uh, COVID time, so to speak. You know, that's kind of how we roll. And, and, you know, this is something that you should ask your entertainment company. Even if you're maybe not, you know, booking us, you're out of the area, you're looking to book your entertainment, find out if they utilize their entertainment all the way through their staff. You know, um, are there entertainers, you know, running their photo booths? Are there entertainers running their gaming tables? This is huge. And it could really, you know, totally help catapult your your party to the next level.
2: We, we hire our um, staff based on personality first. It's personality forward. When we talk about talent uh, talent in a lot of cases is their personality. Um, and I've said it for years. I mean, this is as close to being a full-time camp counselor as, as I can be. And Mm -hmm. that's my dream job to be able to be a camp counselor forever. So, um, this is as close as I can be to doing that. And when we hire and train our staff, we're training off of the raw ability to have a good personality. And when you put a personality in front of a photo booth, now it becomes an interactive photo station as opposed to just, Taking photos, and when you put well, personality, Samar's was picture.
0: running around dancing with the photo. You know there, that's one of the great advantages of the ring roamer is it's not a physical booth that's you know set somewhere. It's 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 roaming in the hands of the attendant, and here he is making silly faces and dancing and playing with guests while being the photo booth at the same time. It was awesome.
1: I'm two for two today, man. I had the idea on the logo. I had the idea to buy the ring roamer, Mike, You are just totally gassing me up today man with all, <laughs> yeah. with all, with all my cool stuff
0: um, so so now we had 45 minutes of you know cocktail hour and uh, dylan i would say that guests came in positive and excited but kind of didn't really know what to do um it was maybe slightly awkward during cocktail hour and and that is a trend that we are hearing you know from events as a whole like the first half hour 45 minutes people yeah. don't know you know should i shake hands where you know do I go yeah. to the bar and, like?
1: And not even that it's awkward, Mike. I, I agree with everything you're saying. I don't think it's awkward. I just think people are maybe nervous. They don't really know, like, do I? Do I bu- fist bump? Do I elbow? Is it an air high five? Do we just like scream high like across right. the? Uh, you know,
0: like people right. are just nervous. Right. I I, I want to make the point though that it shouldn't deter somebody from doing an event because that was only the first thirty forty minutes, and then boom, the rest of the party was epic. Like it really was amazing, and the praise that we got from the family back that up. I mean, they they now are so proud that they did an event rather than what their friends are doing, delaying, 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 and or canceling. They said right now, you know, they're they're on cloud nine, and and who's been able to say they're on cloud nine since March? You know, really. So
2: I I think this uh, can be coupled with the example of the schools. So I was talking with my wife earlier today, and she goes. Uh, there's a big school district in, in the Philadelphia area um, that is opening back up, and she said that's a really great sign. We're going to open back up, but worry that we're going to close down again at you know three, four, five weeks. Let's say a month in. Um, what does that do to the psyche of the kid? And you know she's a mental health counselor, so everything's about the psyche of the kid, and the constant saying you're going to have your party on this date, this date, this date, this date. You've been looking forward to it for three years, then you changed it. Okay, changing it once, fine. Looking forward to it, looking forward to it, looking forward to it, change it again. What does this do to the kid? They end up almost resenting their own mitzvah. So now this family is leaving last weekend with positive memories on behalf of their children as opposed to, hey, we're going to wait another four months, and then what? I mean, if you postponed three times, I mean, the kid at this point is like, I don't have any faith in this why should why should i be excited so and, i think
1: like it's kind of came and went like at this point it's whatever i totally agree with you
0: and and then how many years later do you look back and say i really wish i had that party or I, I i wish we just did it you know uh i wish we had that opportunity to celebrate with you know the aunts and uncles and the grandparents you know um you know you when it's too late it's too late so You know, I'm kind of looking at COVID as like almost like its own little error. And what I I was just going to say, like, you got to look and say, what did you accomplish during this time? You know, six months or a year. Maybe this is going to be a whole year of just insanity that we're dealing with. But, you know, in this year's timeline, if you could go back and say, you know, what did you do? I mean, you guys know I opened up another business. Like, I could at least say that I did something. Well, wait a second.
1: You opened up another business? Yes.
0: You were aware. Where, oh my where where is this business? What is this? What is what is this <laughs> business called?
2: Oh, so now no the shameless plug.
1: Yeah, uh, come on, man. And I mean, episode we tried to tee you up. We tried and, to tee you up.
2: And episode seventy three of Mastering Misfits is brought to you by <laughs>
0: <laughs> Haven Sweet Shop, five twelve Bay Avenue, in Point Pleasant. And if you haven't um,
1: gotten there yet, you guys need to get it, get it, get it, get it.
0: I but, heard but, that there's but, gift we, cards available. I heard that too. Thanks, gentlemen. So, but no, in, in in reality, like you know everybody whether you're planning an event whether you're in the industry with regardless of what you do you got to look back and say what did what did the year 2020 do for you you know what were you able to accomplish and you got to be able to pull something positive out of there
1: and, and you know what i could safely say that on you know tuesday september 15th 2020 like i'm having fun again guys like this weekend was fun. The weekend before, Dylan, rocking with you uh, up at, at you know at Stonehouse and Warren was fun, man. Like we had a blast, and you know, obviously, there's like we said, you know, there's a little bit of tediousness going with it. Like how do we approach these events? And they're definitely got to take them um, on a an event to event to to event scale. You know, like each event that comes is going to carry its own ingredients, its own guts, and we got to kind of troubleshoot from within. Um, but it's been fun, man. Like I've been having fun again, so uh, I definitely uh, want to keep riding that wave.
2: Well, I think when you're when you have something to look forward to, and I've been saying it since the beginning of last week, when you have something to look forward to, you have you're going to have a better time. You're going to have a better time, um, Mike. We had so on the beach. Um, it was you know a semi formal attire. People still showed up in their dresses and and their heels, and it very quickly they kicked them off and they owned the beach idea. My favorite thing about this was the boardwalk was enthralled with what we were doing. They were yeah. walking past our tent and saying, what is going on in there and how do I get a part of it? Like, they thought it was a pay-to-play service, like like a, like an arcade. Like, they thought this was a place that they could, like, go and buy a ticket and show up to. Like, that's that's the energy that was feeding out of this, uh, this space because it was an open-air tent, and um, I, I think that it came down to the fact that the guests broke their 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 seal on i'm going to be miserable this year and instead they're going to be happy um and and that energy was was oozing and and everyone i it's so funny and this is like i think i told mike this but i don't know if jordan heard uh there were like four or five i want to say like 12 to 13 year old uh girls that kept Mm -hmm. walking back and forth and they ended up like sort of flirting with the bar mitzvah boy a little bit because the bathroom was in between the boardwalk and the tent so like I guess they caught each other's eye like halfway down the boardwalk or whatever and then they came back and they were like dancing right in front of the boardwalk entrance to our tent Dude, so wasn't that, that fun
1: group that you posted up on yeah your that kept, yeah like, that's funny yeah yeah they, they were, were there they were having a blast
2: they were there for like a half hour and i got a message on the explosive instagram saying we had such a good time i can't wait to find a reason to celebrate with you guys <laughs> and it was like a 12 like, year old kid um and and i think that um i think that you're gonna find that that, that mindset is contagious. That's so
0: awesome. um I, I don't know guys.
2: I I, I really
0: like I w- I want to move on, but before we jump to a different party, I wanna give you credit for a really interesting way that you did the Hora. And because we're amidst a podcast it needs to be discussed. You chose to there was no dance floor and we were on the sand. So you chose to have the immediate family do their own small circle in the middle of the room in you know, the, the limited space that there was, but then you chose to have each table do its own circle if they were comfortable. And your wording on the microphone was, you know, Hey guys, if you're comfortable with the, the guests that are seated to your right or left, grab their hand. We're going to do a mini horror at each table. And we had, I don't know, maybe they're 10 tables. So there are 10 little circles going around and you know, it, generally speaking, if they're seated together, they should be comfortable together. Um,
1: that that's the difference between a good entertainer and a great entertainer, and to double it back, like that's where where, where Dylan and I made the uh you know the call uh, two weeks ago to do the big group picture. So we had a thirteenth candle two weeks ago at our at our mitzvah. That the, the young man Benjamin he was just like oh just you guys stand up and because I can't have all my friends come. So on the fly, you know Dylan and I are like yo how about we you know, let's just put Benjamin in front of his friends you know, like kind of with his hands up and the photographer could shoot it from above and get a whole picture of the crowd. I think those are the the GTDs, the game time decisions that define a good entertainer and a great entertainer. Somebody that can make those moments and and make something, you know, out of nothing. It's huge. Great job, Dill.
2: I don't think that a family over the last two weeks felt like they missed out on any one thing that they would have had maybe six months ago if they had their event. OK, let's say that you canceled or postponed your event in March. Whatever that looks like, if you had it now, I bet you'd be really, really close to similar. I mean, uh, both families in the midst of what we done got group photos with their with their friends. Uh, we did it in a very tactful, tasteful and safe way. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, at, at the uh, boardwalk, uh, the, the seaside one, I had the photographer go up to the third story of the sawmill and take the photo on the boardwalk. Like oh, wow. I brought all the kids out on the boardwalk and had him shoot down on the boardwalk. So now, like, what a creative photo that's going to look like! In that's the, in like the, the shot of the and the
1: shot of the night. Like, what an epic shot, you know?
2: So, so you're not missing out on that. You're not missing out on the ability to have toast speeches, montages, uh, because all of those things can be uh, done on a social distance and tasteful and tactful way. You're not missing out on a horror because there are ways to do it. I mean, look, I know of a, a company out in Chicago. I, I think it, I think it's Jasmine's company, Hype Production, that's doing a white glove horror where literally they pop on UVs. And they give everyone gloves literally to wear during the Hora. And then they just tell us when it's done, but at
1: least it's like something it's probably a dope picture, super it, dope picture. Right.
2: So so it's a white glove horror where there's a UV light and, and everything is involved with that. Um, but that's really cool. And so you're not missing out on any of the real crux of it. Um, so when you think about should I have my event or not, think about what makes your event important. Is it the guests, is it the formalities, is it the vibe? And express that to your entertainment company and your vendors because they'll come up with creative ways of how you're not going to miss out on those things.
0: And organically, and if not, it's going to grow. Got the
1: wrong vendors.
0: Well, yeah. so so Jordan, you did a wedding, and I, I want to yeah. maybe touch on that in a moment. But after the wedding, you rushed over and got the, I, I believe, the tail end of another mitzvah that yep. you and Jamie were planning together. And we had a team uh, led by MC Mike P. Um, did you see any of the party, or was it was it? done by the time you got there. So
1: the party was actually finished, but I did see the layout um, and how everything looked. Uh, obviously, as you know, it was a house party. Um, so we had the client's backyard um, to structure our whole setup. And everything looked great. You know, they obviously had a tent, um, laid down a dance floor, uh, did some, uh, some lounge furniture, some LED pieces. So it was all lit up back there. Um, it looked awesome. And the energy from what I saw in my stories and everything like that, like during the party, it looked like they had great dance sets. The kids were involved and engaged. Um, And it was great, too, because I know that they kept the adults separate. The the adults were kind of in the pool area and the kids were in the back under the tent, you know, just rocking the whole time, which was great. So you were able to have some adult guests and, and, and the kids as well have that separation, but also have everything tied together. Like you were saying, you know, being outside, the sound travels. So everybody was tied in. We had the screens going on for um, you know uh, uh, the montage, and you know all the the, the media feed and, and stuff that we had for the, all the content. So everything went great. I got great feedback from the crew, um, and we had a, another rock star squad. You know, Mike P, Jalen, Casey Dawson. Uh, you know, having uh, Mike Schaefer out there like our our aces. You know, really rocking and rolling. Uh, DJ Valentine, you know, uh, mixing up the music. So. It was, I'm yeah, there sharing you go. Perfect. a couple
0: pictures we from, you know, for those that are watching this live on, on Facebook, you could see the setup. And, and that's I a mean, backyard.
1: That's a, it, a typical backyard in, in, in our in our development, you know, like in a, in a town right by us. So it is possible, folks.
0: And the party was awesome. I mean, this setup was so cool. Um, I have another picture here uh, that I'll share. Uh, if I could find it. You know, the... You know, typical lounge for the kids, and I mean, it was awesome. I mean, and, and look, so many people in you know that are fortunate enough to have these celebrations, you know, do have really nice yards. Let's take advantage and you know do the parties. I mean, that's that's what we keep preaching, right?
1: And in all honesty, too, I will say, having you know been back and, and doing a couple of mitzvahs, and 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 you know, in the past few weeks. The kids are ready to go man like they've been i feel like they've been cooped up and you know normally like you know maybe we would need like you know 14 foosball tables and like a, a donut wall to you know keep everybody's attention but right now like the the activity and the the properly social uh socially distanced dance sets and stuff like that they're loving the 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 action so i mean like it's you don't have to go crazy so if you are in a budget if stuff's kind of tough you're like you know you could totally just have a dance party uh, that, that's done properly with some great activities and and some cool prizes. So it doesn't have to be, you know, anything nuts. That's a
2: really, really strong point that I want to hammer home. Um, because this group of kids has not been jaded to crazy bar bat mitzvahs with, you know, 10,000 different entertainment pieces yeah. and and, you know, the same 12 entertainers, they're – excited and it's it's still novel all of the entertainment concepts are still novel so you're not in competition with the joneses anymore like now we can go in and they're ex- do lead follow they're excited to participate in the photo stations i mean this is not well for this time of year normally by the winter time we are we're digging deep on our creativity scales to to get the next best thing but you don't need the next next thing right now, and th- and that should be like a secret money making or
1: uh, money saving opportunity for yeah.
2: our clients, which is who we do this podcast for.
1: Yeah, just find know. a dope dope entertainment company that could turn up, and you're you're in business. You know.
0: So Jordan, uh, why don't you give a a, a brief thought or synopsis on your uh, wedding? Although a wedding, you know, a lot of similarities, and the way that you did the introduction, especially, I thought is very transferable to this. Yeah,
1: I love that. That was actually one of the big points that I was going to make. Thanks, Mike, for the the segue. Um, So this past Saturday, I was at uh, the Ocean Place um, Resort and Spa, which is in Long Branch, New Jersey, out by us. Shout out to the Ocean Place crew. Um, Always, always on point with all their events. Um, Obviously, primarily uh, a wedding um, venue, and they had a beautiful outdoor tent on their back patio that they had structured. They actually structured two tents. They had uh, two separate uh, tent locations. One was for ceremony where we had a uh, live harpist um, to play the the whole ceremony through, which was beautiful, such a great touch. Um, And then the the guests uh, and everybody kind of made their way over to the second tent, which was like a hop, skip and a jump uh, next door. And that's where everything was from cocktail hour uh, into the event itself and we did our our four hours of partying uh there under the tent which was great um uh and you know getting to the introduction which i loved a lot uh the couple was taking pictures out on the beach after they had been married and they had said that they you know they didn't want anything crazy um obviously they wanted to respect people's you know social distancing wishes whatever that is wherever that fell on the spectrum so they just wanted to come in themselves as husband and wife and walk in kind of to their first dance being played and, and they would just pick it up at the center of the dance floor so Um, It was kind of cool. It was actually really cool to see cocktail hour instead of it be that turnover where it's like, okay, guys, getting ready in five minutes with our grand introductions of our bridal party and, you know, our parents, the bride and groom. It kind of just segued into, you know, Corey, you know, taking cocktail music and bringing it up to a little bit more of a vibe to get people kind of tapping their feet and bouncing a little bit. And, you know, I kind of separated everybody off the center of the dance floor and, Walked the couple right in, straight up. So it it was great. It was just an inter- introduction for the couple as husband and wife, and they walked into their their first dance song, being played really, really low, and then it kind of raised up and, and became you know uh, you know the the regular volume that it would be with them in the center of the dance floor. And the best part was, was that it was easy. So like for any of the Bar mitzvah boys or Bar mitzvah girls that are like, Oh, I'm not sure if I want to like have a big intro or, you know, want to be like celebrated like that. You know, it could be super easy. You could just kind of walk in with your family, uh, nice and easy. It doesn't have to be anything over the top. I know that sometimes, you know, when you see videos of myself or Dylan or any of our, you know, our star MCs doing their intros, you know we like to story tell. we like to preheat the oven but we are moldable we're almost like your, we're definitely your day of chameleons so you can kind of play us up or pull us back as much as you want and that was one of the big things here with the wedding is that there was a lot of plays being called from the line um and i think that having myself uh shout out to jamie um who's obviously my right hand personally with all of our events but also for the brand here at explosive uh and Corey, who was on on, on the gig with uh with me this past saturday just to be able to kind of adjust and roll with the punches and we had gotten there and and set up uh in a spot actually that was directly facing the the head table the the sweetheart table and it turned out that the bride had said at the last second she wanted to move us to the corner just because she felt more comfortable so we literally had to after about 70 to 75 percent of setup move everything so just being able to like kind of work like that back and forth with the venue and kind of with, with whatever happens, just kind of roll with it. It's huge. So, you know, that that's definitely uh, a, a big testament to not only our team, um, but the team at the, uh, at the Ocean Place as well. Everything was super smooth, and uh, it was a great event, man, and, and people just dancing. And, and once that energy hits, you know, obviously stuff was properly socially distanced, which was great. And they were, uh, again, shout out to the crew for Ocean Place for – Wiping down and cleaning everything, literally. When a course switched, glove service, take everything off, clean the whole place, get it ready for whatever's happening next. I mean, they were really, really on top of the uh, the cleaning code and, and keeping everything um, sanitary and you know usable it, and it was visible too. So it, it really, really great job on their end. Uh, and Corey played great music. We had a great time and everything was awesome, man. Great time.
0: That's awesome. I thought
2: that was supposed to be a quick recap.
1: I tried to get it out real fast, man. I tried to get it out real fast. Yeah, man. You got to have, have a beginning, a middle, and an end. It's a wedding, man. This is a mitzvah cast. Uh, that
2: was 16 chapters, beginning, man. We got to take you back to literacy. Uh, okay. Um, Mike, so next week we're actually going to have uh, a, a group of clients on who, chose, who actively chose to have um, their event as opposed to postponing a third time.
0: Yep. What do you expect?
2: Yep. What do you expect to hear from them so that our listeners can get excited about that?
0: Uh, that's a great question. Um, so I, I actually, as you're saying that, I just got the email from them. We're going to schedule a time to do the recording. They are. I use the word cloud nine before, and I'm going to say that again. They really are on cloud nine, and and you know, I'll again say who who right now could say that they're feeling that way right now. So they are in this euphoric state right now, they're so happy. They're proud of their kids. They're glad they got to finally see friends and family. They, uh, financially, they said, you know, if they chose to cancel, they realized they would have lost a lot of money in deposit money. They spent every penny of their, um, uh, deposit money that was used and they saved money. Um, you know, from going to what would have been a much larger guest count in a more formal setting, they downsized a lot of those items. They even downsized, you know, what we were doing. And we were very much okay with it. And I think most vendors were too. We all just wanted to help them celebrate. So I think the guidance that they're going to give is along those lines of you need a reason to celebrate. You need a reason to be happy. You need to show your kids that, you know, they work so hard for so many years, you know, cramming uh, you know Hebrew school and tutoring, you gotta you gotta commemorate that those efforts. Um, they their story, which they'll share was very interesting that they had to switch venues last minute because the venue that they were booked at just couldn't accommodate their needs for an outdoor event or for social distancing. So that's how they ended up at the beach that was never in the equation. and the dad even said to me, I would have done the party on my driveway if I had to. He says, we were having a party one way or another. Um, And, again, hearing their positivity and hearing their praise makes every ounce of us reimagining their party worth it. You know, I think we would all admit, you know, it sucks to spend days and days and hours and hours planning an event and then just be told, hey, we're starting from scratch and replanning the whole thing. You know, all that hard work we're throwing out. But to see how happy they were, and I think we could say that across the boards with all of our events this weekend and the event that you guys did last weekend, it makes all the paperwork and time well worth it.
1: You know what it is too, Mikey? And before we wrap, doing, because I know we went a little over, but we're all excited, so it's cool. Um, you know, all of our listeners, whether you be a client, uh, another vendor, um, you know, another professional, whatever you're doing in this industry, that tune in every week. You guys hear from the three of us pretty much weekly on why you should be doing this party. I think, you know, or any type of event, you know, obviously primarily bar by myself, but I think having these clients on, you're going to hear it from them personally. You're going to hear it from the client, like somebody else who like decided to do it. Cause I, I say it all the time to you guys, you know, not on the air that I think people want to do this event. They want to have fun. They want to get out and do it. Nobody wants to be the first though. God forbid something goes wrong at their event. Nobody wants to take that. But I think if you start to hear more success stories of other families that have done it and the ways that they took the proper precautions and made it rock, I think it'll be a lot easier than than us, you know, trying to not sell it to you, but give it to you every week. You know, it's great to hear from the client. So I'm really looking forward to it, man. It's going to be great.
2: And here's what I, I also expect, um, just future um, venues, because venues are going to be the driving force here. So I expect to see venues making leaps and bounds, um, leap and bound efforts uh, to be able to have outdoor winter events. Mm-hmm. I expect venues to be transforming parking lots and outdoor patio spaces into winter-soluble outdoor places. Um I-, I expect that to happen. I know that a lot of venues that I'm working with here in the Philadelphia area are actively pursuing something along those lines um, because they want to be back to work and they are the driving force between having an event and not having an event. So I'm already in the process of like, thinking of ideas about how we can brand and cultivate a great winter outdoor event without it feeling weird, um, whether it be through branded hoodies and sweatshirts and blankets and stuff like that to the type of games that we would play to the type of social distance dancing that we can do. So um, I expect that to be a part of our future as well. So look, be on the lookout for those type of uh, podcasts. Yeah, really, really. Hoodies,
1: hoodies and chutzpah, I like it.
0: <laughs> you guys have seen those the, the, the uh, bars that are up in like, I don't know, like Iceland or something where like the guests are literally wearing winter parkas and they're, they're all they're ice. Of, they're made of ice.
2: I, they're like are Yeah. So that's where I got the idea from. So there's a bar called the igloo, uh, which is a, it's a Manhattan rooftop. Mm-hmm. And literally the gimmick is as you ride up the elevator, it's a heated elevator. So like you're going up in like super, super hot weather. And then as you exit it, they wrap you in a big snuggie. That's branded with, you know, like the igloo, um, branding and there's blue and pink and gray ones. And then you basically have this huge oversized hoodie sweatshirt. Um, I'm talking like quintuple XL with a hood. And that's what you're in the whole time. So it's like, it's a part of the gimmick and then you're, you're served drinks in ice glasses and you're served warm apple cider drinks and like things like that. And all the foods come out in that gimmick. So I think you're going to see a lot of that creativity come to shine. Um, winter hats, ski things like that.
1: Like I, I think you're going to see that.
0: Pe- Who's doing it have- first?
1: Fro- frozen Simchas. Who wants to do yes. it first?
0: People have to embrace this. So let, let, let's end on this note. And and the conversation I had with our client, Dylan, uh, this morning, I, I say this a lot. When I think back to the bar mitzvahs that I attended You know, uh, 30 years ago. You're um, so old. I really yeah. am. Uh, how many of them, though, do I really remember? And, and we could all kind of ask ourselves that. And in my case, there were three or four that I remember because they were very unique. There was just something really, really, really stand-up, unique about it. Um, you know, not at the same old country club or same banquet hall. And I think that these guests that experience this party in Seaside Boardwalk will remember this forever because it was different. And anytime that they drive past Seaside, they're gonna say, Wait, I remember that bar mitzvah went to there. Like that is what I think we need to preach right now is be different, embrace it. And 20 years later, people will look back and remember these things, you know?
2: You have an opportunity now to be remembered forever as opposed to, like, we get it all the time. How are you going to make our party different? How are you going to make our party better? How are you going to make our party more exciting? You have the pump primed right now for something like that. You literally have the exact way, like, the, the hand has been dealt and it's like, well, I could either fold and hope to get a new hand. Or I can play this hand out and watch because a lot of people are folding. If you play your hand out, your odds are of having a great event are really high if you want to go yeah. with the gambling We're uh, going to <now-s2> start Z.
1: by throwing your party in 2020. That's how we're going to make things amazing.
0: So. <laughs> Very cool. So episode 73 coming to an end and pleasure doing it Boys. on a Tuesday.
1: So good. So good. yeah yeah Joe. thank you guys so much for watching we'll take it out and uh remember to check out this cast on all things podcastable so whether you're checking it out on apple uh uh, anchor fm you can check us out as well Uh, xeevents.com for all of your explosive needs and if you have any questions or anything like that feel free to drop us a comment shoot us a dm let us know what's up we'd love to hear from you and thanks for watching